0: Today's episode is brought to you by Diane Kinlaw of Go Prime Mortgage and Jamie Tulak of eXp Realty. When did that passion for working turn into advocacy? What made you want to start speaking and start Matthew Schaub Speaks and, and do you have a TED Talk and work on legislation? My
1: mom and dad educated me about my diagnosis in first grade. I repeated first grade twice and, and then in middle school I knew about my disability, but I did not know how it truly affected me until the first year in in high school when I realized I was insecure of my future. Ever since then, I was like, no, I'm not having it. I'm just going to, to work as hard as I can to live my life.
2: Thank you for listening to the Guys Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit guyshoodustuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that.
0: Welcome to the Guys Who Do Stuff podcast. I'm Joe, and today I have a special co-host, Brandon. Hello. Hello, Brandon. Brandon has his own podcast called the Fire Within Nutrition and Fitness Podcast. He's a personal trainer, knows a ton about nutrition and eating well, and he's also training me. Thank you so much for filling in for Josh. He's still recouping. Thanks for having me on. On today's show, I couldn't be more excited to have in the studio with us Matthew Schwab. Hello, Matthew. Hello, everyone. It's so exciting to talk to you. I watched your TED Talk, and it was so inspiring and so moving. You did such a great job with that thing. Thank you very much. What was it like doing a TED Talk?
1: A TED Talk was just amazing, great experience. One of my favorite things is that I I never had experience with, with an event with such magnitude before. Right. It's just a great moment for me.
0: Yeah. Was there a lot of cameras and stuff? I know they always have a lot of cameras. Yes, all
1: different angles.
0: What was it like getting ready and prepping? Were you nervous? N- no, I was nervously excited.
1: That usually means that I was too nervous to feel anything but excitement. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Matthew.
1: I'm a 22-year-old North Carolina native. I live in the proud town of Holly Springs. I have a gift in advocacy for people with Down syndrome, and that's partially why I just started my public
0: speaking business called Matthew Schwab Speaks. I was on your website. Pretty impressive stuff, man. You You have a lot going on. So you're an advocate for people with intellectual and development disabilities. Your TED Talk was awesome, like I said, but it helped raise awareness about Down syndrome and demonstrated compassion and humor. And your talk was about why it's important to employ differently abled people called How I Know Including People with Down Syndrome is a Good Thing. I also saw that you have these shirts on your site, and one of them was called Include. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yes. So... Where that came about was like, it was like before the TED Talk, my coach, like we're all speakers are assigned a coach. He's also a public speaker. He works with Dale Carnegie. And he suggested to make a shirt that has one word on it, like, like instruction, like the word include. Right. And he thought, like, I, I should make one for my, my TED Talk. And initially, I made a, a few only for the people that support me and, and they're going to the TEDx talk. Mm-hmm. But d- due to high demand in those t shirts, we put them on the website and we gained lots of orders.
2: So well, I wonder do they want just one word because it's just more impactful
0: and more simplistic?
1: Yeah,
2: yes.
0: Yeah. And it really took off like wildfire. That's awesome. Thanks. if you guys haven't watched this TED Talk and you're not driving your car, I suggest you just pull up (laughs) YouTube and you watch this thing right now. It's like five minutes long. It's fantastic. You can find it on TED.com. Again, it's called How I Know Including People with Down Syndrome is a Good Thing by Matthew Schwab. And Schwab is spelled S-C-H-W-A-B. We have a lot of people on our show. We interview business owners and entrepreneurs and people in the Triangle area. Can you just recap why you're so passionate business owners and entrepreneurs include people with Down Syndrome? 80%
1: 80% of individuals with an intellectual developmental disability are unemployed, which is n- not a, a satisfying um, amount of um, employment rate. But majority of the 50% only have menial jobs, like which max their full potential behind-the-scenes work. These days now, we're capitalizing on finding ways to employ individuals with disabilities from non-profit coffee shops to anything you can think of.
0: I noticed on your website, you said that you like to keep busy. When I was in high school, I had like three jobs and I thought, man, I worked a lot. And then I read your about page and I'm like, I I don't work at all compared to Matthew. You have so many things that you've been up to since I think it must go back to when you were 16. But right now you're currently working at Chick-fil-A, correct? Yes. Now I got a question about Chick-fil-A. Do they make you say my pleasure after somebody says you're welcome? Yes. Yes? Is there a limit? Like, can you, can you just keep going? Because I have friends that will just keep saying thank you and just seeing how many times the employee will say, my pleasure. <laughs> how, many, how many times has somebody said thank you to you? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading an article about Chick-fil-A and hearing Dan Cathy, who is their founder, speak about their training process. Did you find that their training process was really good at Chick-fil-A? Because it was something they were really proud of.
1: Yes, like it's the training process. is not just for the employees. It's also for the management staff and owner and operator of each individual location.
0: Yeah, I remember when he was explaining and he said, you know, we're not just trying to train employees. We're trying to train the next generation of fine young men and women. How old do you have to be to start working at Chick-fil-A? I got daughters and they want to know.
1: Um, The youngest you can get to to work there is at the age of 14. Oh, really? In in order to be the cow, but legally you have to (laughs) be be the cow. That's awesome. Legally, (laughs) uh, around the age of 16 16 is when you start work as an actual employee.
0: Have you ever got to be the cow? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that looks like it'd be a fun
0: job. I've seen them out and around. You, you want to imagine they're having fun, but you can't see their face. You don't know what it's like in the cowsuit. <laughs> there was a quote that you put up in your TED Talk from your employer at Chick-fil-A, and I just wanted to read it because I thought it was so great. I've never had an employer say anything nice like this about me. <laughs> the quote is, I think it's safe to say that Matthew has a fan club that loves to see him at a restaurant, and when Matthew smiles at someone, it can't help but brighten their day. It's important for all of our team, especially our youth, to learn how to embrace working with people of all abilities and unique qualities. That's a big compliment, man. Thank you. But you're Not just working at Chick-fil-A, though. You've been involved with volleyball a lot. You're yes. the Fuquay Revolution volleyball assistant coach, and it looks like you have volunteered as a volleyball manager for 11 seasons at Wake County. So you're a big fan of volleyball?
1: Yes. Like, I, I love being a manager. I started all this volleyball stuff and volunteering in general. Since I was in 6th grade. Do you play a lot too? I don't play a lot of volleyball. I've done my handful of sports already.
2: Yeah. I'm not very good at it. It always like really
0: stings. (laughs) I don't know how to make it not hurt. My daughter's getting into it. It's fun to watch. I prefer watching volleyball over like basketball. You are working at your AMC movie theater in Holly Springs?
1: Yes. I worked
0: at a movie theater too. What do you do? Wow.
1: We call our position's crew. So... They put us where they see us fit.
0: And then you've also done a lot of volunteering, correct? Yes. So you volunteered for the Museum of Natural Science in Raleigh for six years, Wake County Public Schools, again, as a volleyball manager, SPCA for two years. And right now you're volunteering at 321 Coffee. I think that's an amazing organization. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like working with 321 Coffee?
1: 321 Coffee is just a, a great experience for me. I started out three years ago. When 321 Coffee was first started by NC State students, we had a first event there. I volunteered there for like a couple years, and then I am now one of the 21 paid baristas at 321 Coffee. But I still volunteered there. My capacity there is serving on their advisory council.
0: Hey, that's awesome. Yes. So have you ever been to 321 Coffee? No,
2: is it kind of like place at the table or
0: Um I've only been to the one at the farmers market. Is that the only one? Is there a permanent location?
1: That's that's the only permanent permanent location we have so far, but we're projecting that in, in the spring of this year we will have a, a permanent storefront. Yeah, in I, downtown Raleigh area.
0: It's an amazing coffee shop. They make fantastic coffee and they've got a great story. That goes along with what they're doing and why they're doing what they're doing. Can you tell us a little bit about their mission?
1: Yes, Freedom Coffee is a nonprofit coffee shop that that employs individuals with all kinds of intellectual developmental disabilities. With maximizing, putting them at the, the forefront of the business, we have them working on the cash register, greeting, like, like handing out flyers. Making the coffee and espressos and lattes, which are actually probably one of the best drinks we we ever made.
2: Do you have a favorite flavored latte?
1: Um, uh, to be honest, I'm not a coffee person, but I would coffee, <laughs> coffee coffee server.
2: Yeah, I like honey lavender. Honey, honey lavender. lavender. That's no, a coffee. Yeah. That's a you can get a honey lavender latte. I love that.
0: Hmm. I've only been there a couple of times to the farmers market. Fantastic customer service, and the coffee was great. You also are at Gigi's Playhouse. Yes. What is Gigi's Playhouse? Oh, so Gigi's
1: Playhouse is a nonprofit Down syndrome teaming center, and there's like 41 plus across the nation, including one in Mexico. We, Gigi's Playhouse, Raleigh, is the first of our kind, and the thirty-first in North Carolina, and the thirty-first location. At the time, we opened in June of 2016. We provide free educational and therapeutic programming for all ages, from prenatal diagnosis to adulthood. For participants with Down syndrome, the oldest that we serve is at the age of 60 years old. We have lots of different programs there, which are therapeutic in the curriculum, but it's different for each age group.
0: You've also done some internships uh, with local government as well as NC State Legislature. Yes. And you got to work with a one-day internship with Dan Forrest. You know the mayor of Holly Springs, and you worked as a paid intern for Representative John Bradford. What did you learn being an intern for local government?
1: It's just a, a great experience. What I learned is, like, bill drafting because that's my favorite kind of thing because learning the behind scenes like how to draft a bill from an idea to law but my mom does not want me to do this <laughs> if she if I do it she won't support me I want to get you to politics <laughs> to actually take a seat to actually write the bills and one day hopefully become President of the United States of America. <laughs> <That'd
2: be> amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's now, awesome, man. Now, is there a particular bill you'd like to see drafted to help people with disabilities? Is there a particular change that you think would be really helpful?
1: I've held four bit, pieces of legislation during my time in in the internship program, which is House Bill 981, 982, 983, 984, and unfortunately, those didn't get passed. But a couple, a few of them were passed to the Senate and were installed in comi- their prospective Senate and legislative committees. And they unfortunately did not become law, but what I want is to raise awareness about th- those bills and I would like them to hopefully become l- law in, in this le- legislative session. Yeah,
2: and then what kinds of changes were in the bills?
1: The first one... House Bill 981 focuses on requiring the state of North Carolina to be responsible to be an employer for individuals with disabilities. So more but inclusive? Inclusive, which would require the Department of Health and Human Services to have a, a, a list provided for the local government and for the governor to figure out how to fully employ
2: as opposed to just like you were saying the behind the scenes type jobs because i used to train somebody with down syndrome and uh, he would just work in the stock rooms in the back oh, yeah. as opposed to out front uh, customer facing so maybe see more jobs where people with disabilities more member facing yeah
0: our title sponsors for this show are diane kinlaw and jamie tulac Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or wish to refinance, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the Triangle housing market better than the back of her hand? As your local lender, Diane Kinlaw knows how important this area is to you because it's her home too. That's why she's made it a goal not to just be the best loan officer around, but a community leader supporting small businesses with referrals and networking events and supporting local charities with frequent fundraisers. If you're looking to move to Holly Springs or the surrounding area, or maybe interested in a refinance to lower your term or rate, Diane offers a wide array of programs to fit your family's needs. Let her be a part of your path home. A home doesn't have to be a dream. Let Diane make it a reality. You can contact us at www.goprime.com and search for Diane or call 919-624-9541. Go Prime Mortgage Incorporated Company, NMLS number 69551. Diane Kinlaw, NMLS number 1600777. Go Prime is an equal housing opportunity lender. Today's show sponsor, Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty, has a passion for serving clients and nearly a decade of industry experience as a top producing realtor and designer. Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty will help you reach your real estate goals. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or renting in today's market, having an experienced real estate expert working for you is crucial. And don't forget to ask her about her Hometown Heroes credit for military, police, firefighters, teachers, and medical providers. Contact Jamie Tulac today at 559-707-1913. That's 559-707-1913. MRP certified. You've always been, it feels like to me, somebody that loves working. You've got a lot going on. Yes. Your website says you like to keep busy. Yes. And when did that passion for working turn into advocacy? What made you want to start speaking and start Matthew Schaub Speaks and, and give a TED Talk and work on legislation? And-
1: my mom and dad educated me about my diagnosis in first grade. I repeated first grade twice. And... And then in middle school, I knew about my disability, but I did not know how it truly affected me. That was until the first year in in high school when I realized I was insecure of my future And ever since then. I was like, no, I'm not having it. I'm just going to, to work as hard as I can to live
0: my life. Right. When did you decide to start doing public speaking? You know, that's like the number 1 fear that people have. That people that's ranked higher than death. People would rather oh. So in the United States, most people would rather die than public speak. Oh. <laughs> and so what made you want to get into public speaking?
1: I just I have a natural gift in talking. I I love talking to crowds, large and small, and and on stage. I started in middle school. For science class and then it it grew more and more as the years went by and it was to be honest actually the best experience of my entire life.
0: I know for me it's exciting when I get to do something that I'm passionate about as a job as opposed to as a hobby. I think it's amazing that you started this public speaking business people can book you right what kind of topics do you like to talk to people about? What groups would be good for you to speak in front of?
1: Like, I can talk to any groups from athletes to students, anyone, elementary schoolers being the youngest. The topics I, I've been so far has been speaking about is thriving with Down syndrome, living with Down syndrome, persevering with Down syndrome, like educating people how they can be better at understanding people with Down syndrome And that helps.
0: What do you think are the the most common misperceptions people have about Down syndrome?
1: The most common perceptions is that people with Down syndrome could never live a productive lifestyle. And if they do, they they won't be able to to talk, won't be able to walk, won't be able to to have a a healthy relationship, won't be able to, to drive people with disabilities can't have a a job but the truth is p- people with disabilities can do all that this stuff but it just takes them longer i like to say our mentality is different our physicality is different but we love it it's just one part of who we are do, do not let that define who we are we're trying to live our life just like everyone else is living their life.
0: Right. Representation. How do you help people understand something that may not be common by making sure that it's seen by people? And I know that you said in your TED Talk that 6,000 babies a year are born with Down syndrome, yet you don't see a lot of people with Down syndrome in public life. Is there anybody that has Down syndrome in public life that you find inspiring, that you find is like, yeah, that's right, they're representing us well?
1: Yes, only a few. Karen Gaffney. She also did a TEDx talk. And I have one other friend named, and also local Holly Springs resident like me. His name is Andrew Reedus. He's an adult like me. He basically was my first ray of hub when he got to high school.
0: What kind of habits do you have or what kind of skills have you been working on as a, as a public speaker? It
1: doesn't, Feel like a sport or it's work, but it's my favorite kind of work because I get to work with people. Mm-hmm. I also have an, a knack in customer service and that helps a whole lot.
0: What kind of challenges do you feel like you've faced that have made you stronger?
1: Some of those challenges is have to wear orthotics in the entire day, every day, for my entire life. And in physical therapy, I have low muscle muscle tone, so that means it takes me longer to do things, and also my my brain takes longer to to learn. There's more learning curves, hence the term intellectual developmental disability.
2: I would have some questions about the you know the physical therapy and the low muscle tone. What kind of progress? Is there what can be expected and, and what works? Physical therapy is definitely a big one. Like the, the
1: Physical therapy is like people with disabilities, insulin, because like we can live without physical therapy, but it isn't, that's not a healthy lifestyle for us. We have loose ligaments and low muscle tone.
2: What types of exercises would you go through in physical therapy to work on that? Can you name one or two?
1: Core sustainability, like keeping the core strong, cardio once a week, but sometimes twice a week, and I go to Planet Fitness.
2: Now, is this something that would need to be maintained uh, ongoing, or do you get to a point where you can maintain this, or is part of Down syndrome not being able to maintain that muscle development?
1: Yes. I have been having injuries and flare-ups since high school, and I can maintain them. Without physical therapy, but physical therapy helps maintain it e- even more.
0: Yeah. Very good. So I want to get back to something you said earlier when I asked you about if you were scared before giving your TED Talk, and you said it was more like a, an excitement. Yeah. And I had read this, this book not too long ago called Presence, and it had this, what I felt was a very powerful principle in there that you just highlighted. We all feel fear about stuff, but if you can turn that fear into excitement because it's something that you want to do. It doesn't really change much of the situation, but when you change your mindset about it, you can approach it that way. Do you think that the reason that you felt excited about it is because public speaking is something you're passionate about? Yes. You're passionate about bringing awareness to the things that you are excited about. Tell me more about being an ambassador and an advocate. Why is that important to you?
1: Because I feel like being an ambassador helps not just... Me, it helps others out there with and without disabilities. showing them what I can do. I can show them, like, the potential future of their child with a disability. And I do that through, like, through to my coffee, Gigi's Playhouse, and also a volunteer because I feel like what I have in store is impactful. I I have a, a natural skill in leadership team membership and volunteering
0: that's so exciting for me to hear that's one of the premises of of our show and guys who do stuff is to get unstuck and tell a better story and I like what you said when I started getting high school and I started getting nervous about my potential future and I was like no I'm not having that I'm going to tell a better story I'm going to take control of this narrative and I'm going to do the things that I want to do and that I'm passionate about so that's super inspiring man Thank yeah, you. it really is. I love the way you closed your TED talk. You said, Feel free to notice my differences, but please focus on the overwhelming ways that I am just like you. If you had to give some advice to local business owners, entrepreneurs, or just anybody that meets somebody with Down syndrome, what would be that advice? Be patient, be calm, and, and it's always
1: set a, a high bar because people with disabilities need to work they need to be out in the forefront both in the business and in life we just need to see who they are and tear down those misconceptions and say like nope you guys are wrong but we are right we're better than those misconceptions
0: that's inspiring man If you guys want to check out Matthew or find out how to book him or grab some cool gear to help spread the word, he's got uh, the Matthew Schwab Speak shirt as well as the Include shirt listed on his website, and also you can book him for speaking events. You can find that at MatthewSchwabSpeaks.com. Can't recommend enough to take five minutes. Go watch that TED Talk. Are there any other ways that people can support what you're doing, Matthew?
1: Yes, they can. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram because that helps why didn't stage for my business, Matthew Schwab Speaks. I,
0: I wish you continued success. I think you're going to do great things. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. This show is produced at Podcast Carry, a professional studio making podcasting simple and fun. Located in Vibe Coworking in Cary, North Carolina,
2: We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Get unstuck, tell a better story, and have a good answer to the question, what are you doing today?